This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. And I am terrified that we shall miserably come to ruin, except the which yet I see not. Some way of escape can be found whereby we may be delivered. I searched and searched my mind. Really, Dad? Are you sure you're not tuned into Plymouth Rock like Miles Standish or something weird? Dad, you sound like a freak. Yes, honey. I mean, please, can we just stop with the woes and the whereby's? Because you are really starting to worry us. Really? Dad, do you think it's an electrical problem or fuel? Did you get some bad gas? Uh, I think I'll just take a ride and pray, dear ones. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Time for a Christian Car Guy Theater Marathon. Today we have a very special presentation of the first five episodes of a Plymouth Progress all in one show. Through the summer, I've been really busy and not able to release the last episode that we did. So today we're going to bring you up to date, not only play episode five, but episodes one, two, three, and four before it. So sit back and enjoy. The Plymouth Progress is purposefully and completely based on John Bunyan's classic, The Pilgrim's Progress. Today's marathon is at ChristianCarGuy.com, both as a podcast, but also the original book is posted there so that you can follow along. And more importantly, it has the scripture references that help greatly in the interpretation of The Plymouth Progress. As Jimmy, our Jeep owner and hero from River Rock, walked through the wilderness, he alighted on a certain place. There was a den, and he laid himself down to sleep. As he slept, he dreamed a dream, and behold, he saw an old Plymouth Valiant, paint faded, headed out of its garage with a roof carrier overloaded with luggage. And as Jimmy looked intently, he could swear this old Plymouth was reading a book. And as Valiant the Plymouth read, he trembled and wept. Not being able to contain himself, the old Plymouth let out a lamentable cry. What shall I do? What shall I do? In his plight, Valiant therefore circled the block and returned to his garage, and he refrained himself as long as he could that his wife, a Plymouth Voyager, and children, a Plymouth Cricket and a Plymouth Sundance, should not perceive his distress. But he could not be silent long because his trouble increased. Wherefore, at length, he break his mind to his wife and children, and thus he began to talk to them. Oh, my dear wife, and you, the children so dear to me, I, your dear father, am I and myself undone by reason of a roof bag full of luggage that lieth upon me. Moreover, I am for certain informed that this our city will be burned with fire from heaven, and I am terrified that both myself with thee, my wife, and you, my sweet babes, shall miserably come to ruin, except the which yet I see not. Some way of escape can be found, whereby we may be delivered. Oh, my dear husband, (laughs) 
Why don't you go off to sleep? Perhaps you slipped your timing a bit. <laughs> oh, you didn't get a belt, did you? Yeah, Dad. You need to go to bed. Dad, there's nothing like a nighttime case study for too much luggage. Valiant retired to his chamber while his family was discussing this new dad they were experiencing. Wow, dad must really be losing it. <laughs> Did you get a load of that accent? He sounds like something out of the 1600s. By reason of a roof bag full of luggage that lieth hard upon me. <laughs> like what? Ah, uh, uh, respect young man. Just remember that's your father you're talking about. But I must say... It was a little strange, wasn't it, when he said, With thee, my wife, and you, my sweet babes, shall miserably come to ruin. <laughs> really, Valiant? <laughs> come on, guys, he's really worrying me. That's just totally nuts. Valiant had a terrible night. He spent it in sighs and tears, so when the morning was come, his family inquired. Ah, Valiant. Uh... Are you feeling better this morning? Worse and worse, oh, woe, oh, woe. For I am for certain that this our city will be burned with fire from heaven. And I am terrified that we shall miserably come to ruin, except the which yet I see not. Some way of escape can be found, whereby we may be delivered. I searched and searched my mind. Really, Dad? Are you sure you're not tuned into Plymouth Rock like Miles Standish or something weird? Dad, you sound like a freak. Yes, honey. I mean, please, can we just stop with the woes and the whereby's? Because you are really starting to worry us. Really? Dad, do you think it's an electrical problem? Or fuel? Did you get some bad gas? Uh, I think I'll just take a ride and pray, dear ones. Till I return, be well. With that, Valiant headed off to pray. His family discussed the dilemma. Mom, you gotta do something. Okay, you need to call a mechanic, an electronic module shrink, something. Yeah, Mom, I can't believe I'm saying this, but for the first time ever, I think Sundance is right. Blech. The thought of that alone is freaking. Meanwhile, Valiant is out praying for those who are condemning him and searching his book for answers to the weight of this luggage on his roof. This scene repeated itself for days, when one day, out on one of Valiant's prayer rides, he stops in a field, and reading in his book, he cries out, <sighs> No. <sighs> what shall I do to be saved? <sighs> what shall I do to be saved? In his dream, Jimmy saw also that Valiant Plymouth looked this way, and that way as if he would start off. Yet he stood still because, as Jimmy perceived, Valiant could not tell which way to go. Jimmy looked, and then he saw a car named Edsel Evangelist, and he was coming to him. As Edsel asked Valiant, Wherefore dost thou cry? Sir, I perceive by the book that I am condemned to die, and after that to come to judgment, and I find that I am not willing to do the first, nor able to do the second. Why aren't you willing to die? since this life is attended with so many evils. Because I fear that this luggage that is upon my back will sink me lower than the grave, and I shall fall into the burning car crusher called Tuffet. And, sir, if I be not fit to go to prison, I am not fit to go to judgment. And from thence to execution, 
and the thoughts of these things make me cry. <laughs> if this be thy condition, why art thou idling, just sitting there? <laughs> because I know not where to go. Here, take this scroll. What does it say? It says, it says flee from the wrath to come. But where shall I flee? Do you see yonder narrow turnpike? No. Do you see yonder shining light? Ah, uh, oh, I think I do. Keep that light in your eye and go up directly thereto. So shalt thou see the turnpike, that which, when thou knockest, it shall be told thee what thou shalt do. Immediately Valiant sped for the light. So Jimmy saw in his dream that Valiant the Plymouth began to drive towards the light. And on his way, Valiant passed right by his own home, but his wife Voyager and his children Cricket and Sundance saw him coming and drove after him. Valiant Plymouth, just where do you think you're going? You're not leaving us, are you? Valiant, we've been over and over and over and over this. I mean, honey, you can't really think that we are just going to drop everything and follow you on this crazy escape from nothing road trip. As I told all of you, my dearest family, we must escape this, this city of destruction. I have received instructions from a good Edsel named Evangelist to head us towards yonder light. He said that it will lead us to a narrow turnpike, whereupon we shouldest knock. It's our only chance. Only chance? Dad, have you lost your mind? The City of Destruction is where I go to school, where all of my friends are. Ever since you started reading from that book, you think this god of yours is doing something that clearly he ain't. And your speech and your accent make it really evident that you have this back-in-the-day mindset of yours. Hello, Dad! This is 2020! Your god ain't destroyed a city in what, 2,000 years? Yeah! Dad, you know my dance recital is only a week away! This is no time for a road trip! Think about us! We don't believe all that mumbo-jumbo god stuff! Dad, I need you! Don't you know I need a dad? Don't leave me! Valiant! Don't you love us? I mean, how could you just up and leave with all these crazy god notions? These crazy notions of luggage and destruction. I mean, you don't really expect me to pull the kids out of school and all their activities, do you? Do you? Jimmy saw in his dream that Plymouth Valiant just closed his windows as not to hear and drove on, crying, Life! Life! Can you believe that Valiant just chose Christ over his wife and children? Well, a small spoiler alert, later next year as we move into a Plymouth Progress 2, you'll see how God really does work all that out for these folks. So stay tuned, we got lots more Plymouth Progress coming at you. Welcome back to a Plymouth Progress Marathon. Just want to remind you, as always, we do have the ministry in the Christian Car Guy show of the Jesus Labor of Love. It's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. It's the Jesus Labor of Love. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. That's ChristianCarGuy.com. You can be in prayer for our ministry, please. And check out our latest prayer updates, as well as send somebody there that may need some help. Just have them fill out the form. We would love to partner with God in helping your friend. Now back to Plymouth Valiant on his way to the Celestial City. 
so Valiant looked not behind him, but fled towards the middle of the plain. The neighbors also came out to see him drive by, and as he came, some mocked, others threatened, and some cried after him to return. Among those that did so, there were two that resolved to fetch him back by force. The name of the one was Old Oldsmobile Obstinate, and the name of the other was Prius Pliable. Now by this time, Valiant had got a good distance from them. However, they were resolved to pursue him, which they did, and in a little while they overtook him. Neighbors, wherefore are ye come? What? Wherefore are ye come? Huh, what kind of talk is that? I heard you'd blown a gasket, Valiant, but dude, this is old Olds and Ply here. We're your buds. You got too much junk in your trunk. By the way, these heavy cases you're carrying are just not suited for you. I mean, you are carrying, brother. Let's head on back where you can chillax. You know what I'm saying. That can by no means be. You dwell in the city of destruction, the place also where I was born. I see it to be so, and dying there, sooner or later, you will sink lower than the grave, into a place that burns with fire and brimstone, and no small car crusher. Be content, good neighbors, and go along with me. What? And leave our shalomies and our snugglies behind us? Val, old buddy, have you visited the outbreak monkey or something? Are you really bugging out here? Yes, because all which you shall forsake is not worthy to be compared with a little of that which I am seeking to enjoy. <laughs> and if you will go along with me and hold the truth, you shall fare as I myself. For there, where I go, is enough and to spare for the two of you. Come away, neighbors, and prove my words. Come away. Dude, you're like a cardboard tube samurai, heading off gnome-boggling, thinking you're going to live tales of Saphonia since you leave all the world to find all that? I seek an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that fadeth not away, and it is laid up in heaven and safe there to be bestowed at the time appointed on them that diligently seek it. Come, read it so, if you will, in my book. Ah, Bisky, away with your book. It's a convolution constitution, dude. Are you going back with us or not? No, not I, because I have laid my hitch to the plow. Come on, Pry. Let's hoist up the John B. sail and go home. This dude is like a grand theft impairment. There's a company of these self-righteous sedans that when they join Club Penguin are wiser in their own headlamps than seven autos that can render a reason. Well, well just hold on there one gosh darn minute. Obstinate old, I, I don't know who's worse. You with your ultra-modern Gen X speak or, or Valiant with the, with the woes and the whereby's, but if what Valiant says is true, there is a whole lot better headed his way than going back to destruction. Dudes, dudes, I'm afeard your wheel is turning, but the hamster is dead. I ain't asking no more. Get back, get back, get back to where you once belonged. You recognize that? Nay, but do thou come with thy neighbor pliable, huh? There are such things to be had which I spoke of, and many more glories besides. If you believe me not, read here this book, and for the truth of what is expressed therein, behold, all is confirmed by the blood of him that made it. Well, old Olds, I intend to go along with Valiant Plymouth. That's right, you heard it from me first. Leave it at that, and, I, and I'm going to cast in my lot with him. That's right. <clears throat> 
But, uh, Valiant, you do, you do know the way to this amazing place that you're, you're speaking about, right? Yes, Pliable. I am directed by the good Edsel Evangelist, who will speed us to the narrow turnpike that is before us, where we shall receive instructions about the way. Well then, come on, good neighbor. Let us be going. Then both Pliable and Valiant headed off together. And I'll just go back to the city of Carbecue, <laughs> whilst you dudes enjoy the spin cycle. Now I saw in my dream that when old Oldsmobile Obstinate was gone back, Plymouth Valiant and Prius Pliable drove over the plain, and thus they began their discourse. Come, neighbor Pliable, how do you do? I am glad you are persuaded to go along with me. Had even Obstinate himself but felt what I have felt of the powers and terrors of what is yet unseen, he would not thus lightly have given us the back. Well, now that it's just you and me, Valiant, tell me again how amazing these things are. How much fun we're going to have, and oh, and where are we going? You say it's a kingdom? Well, I can better conceive of them with my mind than speak of them with my tongue. But yet, since you are desirous to know, I will read of them in my book. And and do you think that, that the words of your book, uh, are they, like, for sure? Oh, yes. Verily, for it was made by him that cannot lie. Oh, okay, okay, so... so lay it on me. How cool is this gonna be? Well, there is an endless kingdom to be inhabited, and everlasting life to be given us that we may inhabit that kingdom forever. Okay! Okay! And? And there are crowns of glory to be given us, and garments that will make us shine like the sun in the firmament of heaven. Awesome! And what else? Well, Pliable, there shall be no more crying nor sorrow, for he that is owner of the place will wipe all tears from our eyes. And, and, and who's all going to be there, Valiant? There we shall be with the seraphims and cherubims, creatures that will dazzle your eyes to look on them. There also you shall meet with thousands and ten thousands that have gone before us to that place. None of them are hurtful, but loving and holy. Everyone walking in the sight of God and standing in his presence with acceptance forever. In a word, there we shall see the elders with the golden crowns. There we shall see the holy virgins with their golden lamps. There we shall see men that by the world were cut in pieces, burned in flames, eaten of beasts, drowned in the seas. For the love that they bear to the Lord of that place. <laughs> they will all be well and clothed with immortality as with a garment. We'll be back with Valiant and Pliable in just a minute. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com and check out the cast and crew page of Christian Car Guy Theater. There you'll see the amazing actors that God has provided for us at Christian Car Guy Theater. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to our Christian Car Guy Theater a Plymouth Progress Marathon. Today we're playing all five episodes that we've done so far of a Plymouth Progress. And I want to make sure you know that all these are always available as the podcast, which is available at ChristianCarGuy.com, or you can just tell your phone, Siri, play the Christian Car Guy podcast. If you'd like to listen to the Christian Car Guy podcast on your iPhone, it's organized by season number, so we created a season number five just for Christian Car Guy Theater. So if you want to binge listen to any episodes of any of our adventures, 
They're all there at season five on your iPhone of Christian Car Guy Theater. Of course, the Jesus Laborer Love. If you want to know the bio or information on any of the cast and crew, writers, etc., of Christian Car Guy Theater, it's all there at the cast and crew page of Christian Car Guy Theater at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now sit back and enjoy more adventures with Plymouth Valiant on A Plymouth Progress. Well then, this is where the rubber meets the road, old buddy. Let's floor it. Oh, Pliable, I cannot go as fast as I would by reason of this luggage that is on my rack. Now Jimmy saw in his dream and that just as they had ended this talk, they drew near to a very miry slough, or mega mud puddle, that was in the midst of the plain. And they, being heedless, did both slip suddenly into the mud. The name of the mega mud puddle was Despond. Therefore, they wallowed for a time, being grievously caked with mud up to their wheel wells. And Valiant, because of the burden that was on his rack, began to sink beyond that. Valiant! Valiant! Where, where are you? I... Where are you? My windshield is so covered in mud I can't see you. Truly, I do not know, Pliable. At that, Pliable began to be offended and angry. You don't know? What in tar nation is this? Is this the bliss you promised, Valiant? This ain't pretty dirt, brother. I'm up to my axle here. Oh, well, I don't mean to mudsling here, buddy, but if I get out of this mud with my life, I'm coming clean. You can make these tracks Lone Ranger style, Valiant. And with that, Prius Pliable floored it, slipping and sliding his way out of the mire on that side of the mega mud puddle, which was next to his own house. So away he went, and Valiant saw him no more. Jimmy next saw in his dream that Plymouth Valiant was left to spin his wheels in the mega mud puddle of Despond all alone. But still, he endeavored to struggle to that side of the mud puddle that was still further from his own garage and next to the narrow turnpike. That he did, but he couldn't get out because of the luggage that was upon his rack. But Jimmy beheld in his dream that a vehicle came to him. It was a Hudson pickup named Help. Son, I say, son, what are you throwing so much mud around for? You're losing, I say, a losing ground, boy. I was bid to go this way. That's a joke, son. Don't you get it? A losing? I say a losing ground. Why aren't you laughing, boy? Help's my name, and help is my game. I'm here to help you, boy. Uh, yes. Well, as I was saying, I was bid to go this way by an Etzel called Evangelist, who directed me also to yonder narrow turnpike, that I might escape the wrath to come. And as I was going thither, I fell in here, unfortunately. Bridge. I say a bridge, son. Why didn't you look for the bridge? Or was that not in the cards? That's a joke, son. I say a joke. Went right past you, didn't it? Bridge, cards. You need to pay attention, boy. Oh, brother. Fear followed me so hard that I fell in. Help, help, I say. That's what I'm here for. Here, take this chain and hook it to your bumper. Hmm. I expected, I say, a chain reaction. Pay attention, son. I said pay attention. Am I going too fast for you? And so Hudson helped the pickup towed Valiant out of the mega mud puddle and set him on solid ground and bid him go on his way. Then Jimmy, still in his dream, seemed to be amazed by this Hudson pickup and went to talk to him. Oh, a dee da doo da doo da dee doo da doo da Mega mud puddle five miles long. Oh, the doo da day. 
Wow, a real Hudson pickup. I've only heard about trucks like this, but I didn't think any still existed. Ah, uh, Mr. Help, is it? I'm just wondering if you could tell me why, since this mega mud puddle is in the way of the road from the City of Destruction to the narrow turnpike. Why haven't the road crews fixed it that poor vehicles might go through with more security? Boy, I say boy. Your druthers is my ruthers. This mega mud puddle is lower than a snake full of buckshot. I mean a possum pie. I mean this drain is a draining down from the outhouse, boy. And that, sure enough, oozes the conviction of sin and runs till the cows come home. Are you getting all this? Am I going too fast for you, boy? And so, it's a call the mega, I say the mega mud puddle of despond. What a sludge comes a running. I sin, I say sin gets under your skin, sort of like a, sort of like a tattoo, boy. So much sin, and yet those boys are as lost as last year's Easter egg. Their soul gets tore up, I say tore up, boy. Many fears and doubts and discouraging apprehensions which all of them get together and mix up this possum pie quagmire. I say a quagmire and shoo-wee. Well, Mr. Help, I think I'm tracking with you and I agree it sure stinks. But what possible purpose could it serve? Counter, I say counterfeit pilgrims, boy. Kind of like that pliable character. Why, he is more mixed up than a feather in a whirlwind. Didn't know whether he is coming or going. He thinks he's out of the mud, but he's stuck in it further than ever. Sinking sand, actually. You hear what I'm saying, boy? He's sinking more than ever. Huh, that was quick. Quick sand. I made a, I made a funny, boy. Are you paying attention? I don't hear you laughing. Now, Jimmy saw in his dream that by this time, Prius Pliable was got to his house again so that his neighbors came out to visit him, and some of them called him a wise man for coming back, and some called him a fool for hazarding himself with Plymouth Valiant. Others, again, did mock at his cowardliness. Old Oldsmobile obstinate saying, I knew you were on the spin cycle there, Pliable, but it appears when the going gets tough, the fluff are foregoing. <laughs> hey, I made that up myself. Good one, huh? So Pliable set out sneaking among them, but at last he got more confidence, and then at about that time they turned their tails and began to insult poor Valiant behind his back. I know, I know. That, that's what I'm telling you. I mean, that Valiant, he thinks he has ESP or something. <laughs> you know, extra sensitive perception. <laughs> well, now he's seeing mud you see is mud you get. <laughs> oh, boy. It took forever to get that mud off off my carpet in my car, and I was so upset, finally got it clean. Now, as Plymouth Valiant was driving solitarily by himself, he espied a vehicle afar off crossing over the highway to meet him, and they happened to meet just as they were crossing the way of each other. This was a Jeep that Plymouth Valiant met, and it was a wagoneer named Worldly Wiseman. He garaged in the town of Carnal Policy, a very great town close to Valiant's City of Destruction. This man then meeting with Valiant and having some inkling of him, for Valiant setting forth from the City of Destruction was much noised abroad. Wagoneer worldly wiseman therefore having some guess of him, by beholding his laborious going, by observing his sighs, groans, and the like, he began thus to enter into some talk with Valiant. Well, hello, <laughs> and good day to you, good fellow. What seems to be weighing you down so? Way down indeed as ever I think a poor creature had. I tell you, sir, I am going to yonder narrow turnpike before me 
For there, as I am informed, I shall be put into a way to be rid of my heavy burden. Hast thou a wife and children? Wife and children, yes, yes. But I am so laden with this burden that I cannot take the pleasure in them as formerly. <sighs> Methinks I am as if I had none. We'll be right back with the conclusion of this Plymouth Progress Marathon. But I wanted to take a moment, take you behind the scenes a little bit on how we can pray for certain people we have with the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for single moms and widows and families in crisis that have reached out for help recently. We have an 84-year-old widow in the Greensboro area of North Carolina, and she has an older navigator that's actually blowing white smoke. She's completely overwhelmed. We're trying to get that in front of a mechanic and to get an idea of what's going on. We have a lady in Kannapolis, North Carolina, who's actually even struggling to pay her rent. Her car's running bad, and she's so overwhelmed. We're trying to help her see, let's just take the next step of seeing what's going on with the car and what's going on with that. We have a car that was donated to us recently so wonderfully, and a single mom, we're trying to get it repaired for her so that we can get her on the road. She's in desperate need of a car, and we're just trying to get this one fixed up and ready to go but in the meantime we have another car that was donated and we need to find somebody that's in a non-emissions county <laughs> because the car runs great everything's wonderful the check engine light is on because the tachometer no longer works well you don't need a tachometer in order to drive the car well but in order to get a tachometer it's going to cost like five hundred dollars so we have a car available for somebody in a non-emissions county like rockingham county or someplace like that. If you know somebody in that situation, we have a car available. We want to get it in somebody's hands that can use it. And it's our hope you'll join with us in prayer about these needs for the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for single moms and widows, families in crisis. And naturally, if the Lord puts it on your heart to donate either a car or financially to the Jesus Labor Love, you can see easily how to do that at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now on with Christian Car Guy Theater. We'll see what Worldly Wise Men has for our hero, Plymouth Value. And now back to Plymouth Progress with Wagoneer Worldly Wise Men, trying to instruct our hero, Plymouth Value. Would you listen to me if I were to give you some advice? Hmm? Hmm? If it be good, I will, for I stand in need of good counsel. Well, I would advise you, then, that, that you will, with all speed, get rid of that, that luggage on your rack. <laughs> for, for you will never be settled in your mind till then, nor could you enjoy the benefits of the blessing which God has bestowed upon you until then. <laughs> it's very obvious. Ah, that is that which I seek for, even to be rid of this heavy burden. But get it off myself? I cannot. Nor is there any vehicle in our country that can take it off my rack. Therefore I am going this way, as I told you, that I may be rid of this burden. And who, pray tell, told you to go this way to be rid of your burden, hmm? Hmm? Well, a vehicle that appeared to be a very honorable sedan. His name, as I remember, is Edsel Evangelist. Edsel Evangelist? Oh, well, <laughs> I must curse him for his counsel, sir. That's right, I said it. Therefore, there is not a more dangerous and troublesome way in the world than, than the, the road that he directed you. And, and you will see for yourself if you be ruled by Edsel's counsel. <laughs> 
For, for you have met with some of that already, I perceive. For I can see the, the dirt, oh, the dirt of the mega mud puddle is caked on your wheels. But that mega mud puddle is just the beginning of the sorrows you will meet up with going that way. <laughs> Hear me, for I am much older and wiser than you. Uh, on that road, it is very long and painful. The journey is full of hunger and perils. Nakedness, sword, lions, dragons, darkness, and in a word, death, and whatnot. These things are certainly true, having been confirmed by many, many testimonies before me. <laughs> and well, why should a man so carelessly cast away himself by giving heed to a stranger? Hmm? Hmm? Why, sir, this burden upon my back is more terrible to me than all these things which you have mentioned. Nay, methinks I care not what I meet with in the way. If so be, I can also meet with deliverance from my burden. And how did you get that load in the first place, sir? By reading this book in my hand. Oh, l let me see that. Oh, <laughs> just as I thought. I've seen this kind of thing before with other weak men who meddling with things too high for them to suddenly fall into your distractions, which distractions do not only unman men as you, I see, but that book drives them to desperate ventures, huh? to obtain they know not what. <laughs> see, that's just a bunch of flowery speech for, for saying, why are you reading that book? I know what I would obtain. It is ease for my heavy burden. Oh, but but why would you look on that road, seeing so many dangers are there? Especially since if you took a minute to listen, I, I could share with you the alternative. Without the dangers that are, that are there in that road, yes, and the remedy is at hand. Besides, I will add that instead of those dangers, you will enjoy much safety and, and, and friendship and contentment. Pray, sir. Open the secret to me. Well, it's really quite simple. <laughs> Why, in yonder village, it's, it's just a mile up the road. The village is named Morality. There dwells Alexis, whose name is Legality, a, a very judicious sedan, and, and a vehicle of a very good name that has skill to help men with such burdens as yours from your rack. Yes. <laughs> and, and besides, he has the mechanical ability to cure those that are somewhat crazed with their ECMs, the, you know, the electronic control module. Uh, well, of course, and, and burdens. Yes, burdens are always important. Now go see him, and you will be better before you know it, hmm? And, and if he should not be at home himself, he has a fine young man who is his son. He goes by civic civility. Oh, and he can help you as well as the old gentleman himself. And it is there that I say that you could get that load off your rack. Then you, you could send for your wife and, and children to, to drive to this village where, where there are garages which you could rent at reasonable rates. The fuel and, and the oil is always cheap and of good quality. All that is needed to make your life happier. And to be sure, that there you should live with honest neighbors in credit and good fashion. Now was Valiant somewhat at a stand, but presently he concluded that if this be true, which the wagoneer hath said, Valiant's wisest course is to take his advice, and with that he thus spoke. Sir, which 
is my way to this honest man's house. Do you see yonder hill? Hmm? Hmm? Yes, very well. By that hill you must go, and the first garage you come to is his. Tune in soon for the next exciting adventure in a Plymouth progress. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's marathon. <laughs> Randy, I always wondered what the pilgrims drove. I mean, Plymouth, crickets, sun dances. <laughs> yeah, Danny, you really rocked that one. <laughs> See what I did there? Plymouth rock. Oh, boy. But, but seriously, Danny, this Plymouth sounds a whole lot like John Bunyan's book, Pilgrim's Progress. Arguably the, the second best-selling book of all time, behind the Bible, of course. Uh-huh, Randy. I believe Prius Pliable thought Valiant was a stick in the mud. But I believe Valiant won that by a landslide. The good way is not easy. Old Prius Pliable seemed to just want what was in it for himself. Uh-huh, Randy. Being a hybrid, you would think he would expect a battery of tests. Randy, it's a good thing old Hudson Help came along, as that mega mud puddle was a filthy situation. Sin does ooze filth that we, we can get lost in. As Hudson Help said, like a feather in the whirlwind. What looks up may be down. Oh, boy. oh, I can't help myself, Daddy. Up, down, feathers, down feathers, Daddy. <laughs> but, but really, Daddy, I mean that our tires may head for the narrow turnpike, but can still slide us off into the mud unless Jesus gives us feet like a deer. In, in Psalms 1833 and Isaiah 35, 3, God will encourage those with weak knees. Oh, boy, Danny, I have weak knees, let me tell you. Uh-huh, Randy, I would have never guessed that Wagoneer Worldly Wiseman would use legalism as wisdom, a way for Valiant to get that luggage off his rack without Christ. That's downright scary. You know, Danny, life can be pretty hard, and, and people will come along who may or may not have the best advice for us. And when possible, we should always check that advice against what the Bible says and look to God's promises and his wisdom, which we already know to be true. <laughs> we, we all remember that guy, you know, the Job guy in the Old Testament, who was up to his eyelids in advice. Oh boy, that is a whole nother story. <laughs> but it is clear that God showed Job many things which cannot always be understood by humans. <laughs> it's only when we acknowledge the power of God and train our hearts to seek God that we can put life into true perspective. In Proverbs 3, 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Here is a good one. <laughs> what do you do when you get your toes stuck in the mud? Call a tow truck. Oh, boy, Daddy. Say T-O-E-T-O-W. Oh, say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, radiator. <laughs> How fun was that? 
Well, we at Christian Car Guy certainly hope you enjoyed this Christian Car Guy Theater Marathon as much as we enjoyed putting it together and listening to it ourselves. God really did a wonder with John Bunyan's book, The Pilgrim's Progress. Now, remember, as always, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. This is the Truth Network.